I believe in you because he believes in me. And it serves as a constant reminder not to lose faith in people because Jesus never gives up on you. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Uh, I want all of you to do something with me right now. You can do it right where you're sitting. Just point your finger at yourself and do what I do and say what I say. I believe in you. Point at anybody. Because he believes in me. You know, recent research tells us that one of the main reasons that people, especially young people, leave the church today and turn their back on Christianity is because they become disappointed in those who profess to be Christian. Now, that is a sad and tragic finding, and it certainly illustrates how important it is for us to live our testimony outwardly, outwardly, what we believe inside. But I will tell you that leaving the church because of what some people do or don't do has nothing to do with the faith that you should have in God. Now, several years ago, I went through a period where I was very disappointed in some people. How many knows what that feels like? (laughs) To be disappointed in some people. Well, I was frustrated. I was angry. Certainly ready to give up on these people. And then I heard that still, small voice. Now, I think that you know the one I'm talking about. The still, small voice is that thought that comes to you that rings so true. It rings so true that you know it could not have possibly come from you. It could not possibly be my own thought. And as this message was being transported... I knew immediately it was the Lord. And this is what it said. Bob, you've disappointed me many times. But I still believe in you. Long, awkward silence between me and God at that point. But of course, I I knew he was right. You see, we know. We're confident that we believe in him. But sometimes we forget he believes in us too. He has great expectations of us. And we know this because the word tells us that we can grieve or disappoint the Holy Spirit when we know to do right and we don't. And you can't be disappointed in someone unless you have expectations of them, can you? I mean, if you don't know or care about someone and they go and do something stupid, you're not disappointed in them. Because you didn't expect anything from them. 
So to grieve the Lord means he has high expectations of us. He has high expectations for you and me both. He sees our destiny. He knows our purpose and our potential. So when we mess up and when we repent, he not only forgives us, but his expectations expectations of us are fully restored. And he continues to believe in us. Well, since that event years ago, when he revealed that simple truth to me, it never left me. And when I get frustrated with someone, or to be more truthful, I get angry. And certainly when someone disappoints me, this little reminder is there, along with that little ritual. I believe in you because he believes in me. And it serves as a constant reminder not to lose faith in people. Because Jesus never gives up on you. The next time someone disappoints you, remember this. They weren't made to come through for you. They weren't designed never to disappoint you. There's only one who never fails. And one thing he will never fail to do is to believe in you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he hasn't. He said, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. And he is. So listen, it's okay to continue to believe in someone who has let you down. Because, and remember this, that's what Christ has done for you and for me. Are you struggling with financial matters in your life? Coming up next, Bobby will share his favorite scriptures that keep him confident and centered on issues regarding finances. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Uh, I couldn't help it. I I thought this this was funny and I had to share it. At least I know half of you will think it's funny. Okay, here goes. God created the earth. Then he rested. Then God created man. Then he rested. Then God created woman. Since then, no one has rested. (laughs) Oh, come on. I want to encourage you in your finances today because if you've been having money troubles lately, I want you to know that there's hope for your situation, and more important, there is help for you today through the wisdom and power of God's Word. Now, how many know there is power in the Word of God? Did you know that when Jesus was challenged and tempted by Satan, that Jesus used three words every time to put the devil in his place? Do you remember what those words were? It is written. And you see, once it's written... That's it. 
So there's truth and there's power in the Word, and the Word shares with us truth and power in regard to our finances. And you know, I've, I've been up here talking about money and finances and giving for years. At some point, I know I've shared pretty much everything that I know about it, but I can tell you that when I am struggling with anything, and especially money issues, which, which I can tell you arise often, I've learned there's no better place to turn than to the Word of God. So today, today, please let me share with you my favorite verses of Scripture that keeps me centered and gives me some perspective on all the issues that I have with money. And the first one I want to share is a promise. Corey Ten Boom, she gets the credit for saying this, let God's promises shine on your problems. In Philippians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul is so thankful for all the support and generosity that he's received from the Philippians that he says this, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. You see, whatever we go through with money, God will meet our needs. And notice he didn't say he might meet our needs or that he would meet some of our needs. He said God will meet all of our needs. Praise the Lord. Now that's a promise that we can hold on to. The next scripture I want to share that has meant so much to me is a simple instruction. It's Malachi 3.10, and you've heard me say it here many times. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing you will not be able, or you will not have room enough for it. Now, to me, this is one of the most remarkable scriptures in the Bible. It not only tells us what we should do, but it tells us what will happen if we do. It's an instruction with a promise. It's like an email with an attachment. The Lord is actually daring us to test him and watch him work miracles in our financial lives. And can I tell you something? I've tested this scripture in my own life. And I have found this, his word to be absolutely true. And I don't have enough time to tell you all the amazing ways that he has proved it to me. Including this week. And the truth is, if I did tell you, I'm not so sure you could believe me. The next scripture is important because it's a warning. It comes from 1 Timothy 6.10, and it says, For the love of money is a root of all evil. Now, first of all, many people misquote or misunderstand this passage. It doesn't say that money is evil. It says the love of money is evil. But why is this warning so critical? Because money has the potential to become too important in our lives. Having plenty of money can cause all kinds of problems, temptations, obsessions. Not having enough money can elevate its importance, cause us to 
obsess or compromise on how to get more of it. So we can't forget that we're supposed to acquire money, we're supposed to use it, we're supposed to be stewards of it, but we can never fall in love with it. I like this saying, it goes like this, a wise man should have money in his head but not in his heart. That's a good one, you can keep that. Now you might ask, how do I know if I love money or not? Well, the answer is usually found when confronted with the prospect of giving some of your money away. And I'll let you think about that one for a minute. Okay, my last scripture for you that means so much to me is a truth. An eternal truth. 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So simple a concept. It sounds like it comes from Proverbs, doesn't it? But this one comes from the Apostle Paul also. And he's telling us that we are the ones who are in control of our generosity. And that there is an equal reaction to our actions. So let me ask you, is this another test for us, like in Malachi 3, where we can test the wisdom of the Word? Well, again, I'd like to submit to you that based on my own life experience, the answer is yes. It absolutely is. And it also reveals to the truth of another old saying that was birthed somewhere back in our earlier church. Most of you will know it. You never think too much about it. But it's a good one. It's the one that says you can't outgive God. Are you struggling with financial matters in your life? I believe the answer you're looking for is found in the Word of God. But the most important thing is we have to go beyond just accepting God's Word as truth and begin standing on those truths and living in confidence that His Word and His promises are meant to be exercised, meant to be activated in our daily life. And if we'll do that, if we'll just trust God and stand on His Word, then we can know that something good is going to happen with our finances. In Jesus' name. Are you depending on the Lord for daily direction in your life? Or are you trying to do everything on your own? Stay tuned to hear how we can depend on the Lord to supply our needs. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. 
We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Uh, but first, I want to make an admission to all of you. Here it is. I need the Lord. I admit it. Bob Bollinger really needs the Lord. And I'll tell you something else. The longer I live, the older I get. Either way, I need the Lord. So why am I admitting to you that I need the Lord? Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's not my nature. And I suspect many of you are just like me. It's not my nature to want to feel like or depend, to feel like I need to depend on anyone. And I know I'm not alone in this, and, and men in particular have a hard time being dependent. We grow up being taught at an early age to embrace independence and self-reliance. Isn't this right? In our culture, that's the quest for manhood. Our heroes are strong, self-reliant, independent men. And that's why men won't ever ask for directions. Is that right, ladies? Because that would be a sign that we don't know where we're going. And let me tell you, being lost is not nearly as bad as having to admit we need directions from somebody. In fact, last week, I, while driving uh, through a Chinese town, uh, my Chinese driver refused to stop and ask directions. And I totally understood. I was good with it. So this is obviously a global problem. So I'm pointing out this problem that I have that I know many of you have, too, of always striving to be so independent, of, of wanting to fix everything, of wanting to be a problem solver, and feeling weak or inadequate if I have to ask for help or depend on someone else. And I'm pointing it out to you this morning because it's simply wrong thinking in the kingdom of God. You know, I believe the word shows us that since the very beginning, we were born to be attached to and dependent on the Lord. The Lord himself explained it this way. He said, you are the branches and I am the trunk. It's from me you draw your life. That's how it's supposed to be. The Lord even says, apart from me, you can do nothing. You see, we are made to depend on God for everything. Let me ask you something. Who is the most capable person who has ever lived? I'll answer that for you. His name is Jesus Christ. He lived his life here speaking truth with directness and compassion. He embraced confrontation at every level, challenged his followers, unfolded his wisdom and power to those who believed. And yet the master of the wind and the sea lived with what writer John Eldridge calls a desperate dependence on his father. Jesus said, 
I assure you, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. He said, I live by the power of the living father who sent me and the words I say are not my own, but my father who lives in me and does his work through me. So the most accomplished person ever. The son of God is happy to tell anyone I need my father. I depend on him. Even in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Father, not my will, but yours. You see, the message is we all need the Lord all the time. And it was always meant to be that way. If Jesus lived in total dependence on his father, then how much more? Should I depend on him for my very existence? You know, sometimes we we get into trouble and we cry out to the Lord for help. But the truth is, we just want him to fix a problem so we can go back to running things ourselves. That's not the kind of dependence the Lord is looking for from us. It's like we're asking him to put gas in our car so we can get back on the road we're on. The Lord wants us to know that the car is his. He's the gas. He's the engine. He's the driver. And we need him if we're going anywhere. So I admit it. I need the Lord every day, every minute. How about you? Are you depending on the Lord for daily direction in your life? Are you still trying to do everything on your own? I can tell you that totally depending on God is the way it was meant to be. And it's the only way to discover every good thing God has in store for your life. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.